0: This is sowed Number One Hundred
1: and Sixteen, the Carry Blazing Game, giving Zach
0: Cunningham his number of Sods. Yes, great Blazing, move,
1: Blazing Game, Blazing Game, Carrie
0: uh, Blazing Game is is the pronunciation there? Yeah. What
1: did I say, Carry? Did the I butcher Kerry. his name just well, right off the bat? Right
0: off the top, you did it. But that's okay. Know. You know, you've, he's in Chicago now, so you and him can pass that out on your own.
1: Yeah, he's no longer
0: a Titan. I mean, but that's just two Vandy men, two Vanderbilt football alums. Just yeah, just having a lot of class. I right. Mean, no, no issues. No, no, no egos were in the way. Blas and Game said, "You know what, Zach Cunningham, you've led the NFL in tackles before, that, and I'm out of here. I'm going to right. Chicago in the yeah. off season. So here, why don't you take this number?"
1: Yeah, no, it's very nice of him, and uh, yeah, and that's uh, that. That one comes via Corey Slovick. At Corey underscore Slovic, which with the way I'm butchering names to start this pod, it's probably Carrie Slovic or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, But shout out to Corey Slovic. We appreciate you submitting the SOD title for this week. Uh, The um, I uh, which you can't you got to give me some grace for butchering the name. This is this is technically our Jack and I's OTAs, too. Like we're just going through reps
0: in this pod. We don't have Um, to be here. It's optional. Right. We show it's up for ob- you guys every week. That's,
1: that's right. That's right. We are just showing up uh, <laughs> to prove that we are true leaders uh, of this podcast. Uh, but we do have a lot to get into. Uh, sh- also, shout out Stefan Dobbs. Uh, I, we've got your submission, too. Uh, that's coming. Uh, that, that Be looking out for that next week. But if you want to submit a so title for next week, just tweet at us. At Titan Up Pod with something obscure about the Titans, and we'll name the sode uh after that and give you credit. Um, we've got a lot to get into, like I said, Tannehill Willis, uh, rest in peace to Mentor Gate. It is officially dead. Uh, we're also going to talk about um uh oh, also Jack, I which we didn't even talk about this in our in our pre-show meeting, but I want to talk about how the NFL network just continues to disrespect the Titans. I've got a take on that. Um, which is, uh, okay. which is, which is a good one. I'm ready for that one. And plus, we're going to give our takes on the whole AJ Brown saga. Uh, him tweeting last Friday, uh, Jack and I, we were like, what the heck is going on? AJ Brown tweets a long notes app note, uh, just kind of n- not ripping Titans fans, but basically saying he feels threatened and feels, uh, you know, he's gotten tons of death threats and he ultimately, uh, canceled his football camp for kids uh, because of it. So we're going to get into all that. And then on top of that, we're going to then bring in Darren Bates, who mm. was tagged in said tweet by He's AJ He's in the Brown. middle of it. We're going to talk to him. He has got some tremendous things to say about that. You are not going to want to miss that. Just pure fire from Darren Bates. And Darren Bates gives a, does something on this podcast that I'd be willing to bet has never been done on a podcast before ever <laughs> and this look if there's if there's 7 billion people on earth you know there's 9 billion podcasts out there okay so to say this is the first time it's ever been done on a podcast means that this is huge this is something big darren bates does it here on the Titan up podcast we're going to get to that and uh much more of course we'll end with remember the time but before we get into all of that let's first get a word from relax the back
0: Yes, relax the back. If you're struggling with back issues, this is the place for you. CEO Glenn Word, he's made it his mission at Relax the Back to not just enhance sleep, but enhance lives throughout the Middle Tennessee area. And, you know, Glenn had some issues growing up as well. His his back and his neck was all thrown out of whack after a bad car accident. But he went through sleep technology and posture improvement to fix his back and get better without any of the procedures. So the Relax Back team sets out every day to help people in the Nashville area work better, live better, and feel better. If you're like me who sh- and you struggle with insomnia and posture issues, I promise you guys this is the place for you. They've got everything you could ask for. They've got a variety of chairs that combat neck and back pain for those of us who are hunched over and struggle to maintain good posture as we're working on our computers all day at work. They've also got Technogel and tempur pillows and mattresses to make sure you get the most out of your sleep every night so you wake up feeling refreshed and feeling like the best version of yourself. They've also got the chirp wheel. Guys, if you've got tight knots in, the, in your neck and your back, they've got three different versions of the chirp wheel to help kind of relieve some of that tension in your back. Get rid of those knots so you start feeling looser and, like I said earlier like a better version of yourself. So go check them out. They're at 2020 Glen Echo Road in Nashville, Tennessee. It's right across the road from the Green Hills Regal Movie Theater. It's in that shopping center across the street, right over there by that Hillsboro High School area. Um, but if you're unable to get there in person, you don't live in middle Tennessee, that's not an issue. Check them out online. They'll, they're able to ship stuff to you just as easy. Look at, look them up at stores.relaxtheback.com Nashville and start feeling better today. But if you go in, you make sure to see Glen Word, and tell them that A to Z Sports sentia
1: And with that said, let's talk Titan.
0: I hear the train coming. It's rolling around the band. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when.
1: What is up, Flameheads? Welcome into the Titan Up podcast. Today is May 25th, 2022. And. It's been a long road without you, my friend, and I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way. Yeah, you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again.
0: <laughs> Repeat chorus. That's all you do throughout that song. You you mumble a line and then you just go to the chorus. I thought you did a great job there by Thank the way. Thank
1: you. Thank you. That was an honor of the life well lived of Mentor Gate look mm-hmm. gone but not forgotten we will miss you our dear friend May 3rd 2022 you came into this world and May 24th you were ultimately deceased we will miss you actually no we won't we won't, won't miss, miss you it. yeah we won't miss you at all uh but I uh, wouldn't I
0: wouldn't even go to its funeral
1: no we won't yeah we're busy that day uh Jack's got Jack's got like a I've got you know, a lunch. He's gotta to go to relax the back, you know. I've got you know important- I just go
0: into relax the back and just lay on all the mattresses. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's how yeah. I spend
0: my lunch break. I just lay on all of them.
1: That's right. And I and and I've got like important country music radio it, stuff. I probably got a concert that day or something. So we're not gonna go to the the uh funeral, but but it was fun, it was fun while it lasted, you know. It's like you know, a lot of people, a lot of really dumb people. Got a lot of good content out of you. Um, And a lot of people that were like, that wanted to hate on Tannehill, got a lot of gasoline poured onto their fire, onto the little pilot light that is their hate for Tannehill, just poured right onto it and created a, a massive beast of flames. However, those flames were put out today when Ryan Tannehill met with the media. And ultimately said some things to kind of squash this. And we have this sound, right, Jack?
0: Yes, we have the sound.
1: Okay, let's just go ahead and just play it right now.
0: I gave last time, uh, you know, I'm in no disrespect to Malik uh, or anything close to that. Um, We've been in constant communication since he was drafted, you know, through the madness that ensued after my last press conference. And... um, you know, over the last few weeks as he's been in the building and, and kind of getting to know each other. And he's a, he's a good person. Uh, he's a talented player. He, he's coming off a great college career. And so, you know, we're happy to have him in the room.
1: Um,
0: really just kind of disappointed in, in how things got spun and, um, and, and twisted a little bit. You know, I, I pride myself on being a great teammate. I have my whole career. Um, going back to the time I was, I was a kid, you know, playing youth sports, it's been something that's been important to me you know, from the beginning and will always be important to me. It's something I'll try to instill in my kids as they start playing, uh, you know, youth sports is, is being a great teammate.
1: Okay. So there you go. There you have it. Ryan Tannehill, basically just like taking the ammo out of anyone who had, you know, for the firing squad, that was, you know, that, that just takes shots at him at every chance they get. And this, honestly, this, this shouldn't, This isn't the first time that that, that's happened. Malik Willis came out and spoke about it and basically said, no, Ryan Daniels, a great teammate. He's been great ever since I've been drafted, reached out to me right away, invited me over to his house, had dinner at his house. Like, like he's been great. And so that, that should have been it. But, uh, but if that wasn't, this now is the end of mentor cape.
0: Yeah. You wanted to hear from Ryan Tannehill after it got blown out of proportion, right? He said what he said originally, which was, it's not my job to mentor him, but you know he's he's going to be working alongside him. They're going to make each other better. After that, it blew up. Yeah, now, him and Malik Willis. Remember Malik Willis in his interview said Tannehill had him over to the house. It's all good. Tannehill's a great guy. Yada yada yada. They're going to be competing and helping each other get better throughout the season. Well, Tannehill got redemption on the microphone. Not that he needed it, because it was it was really and Tannehill said this too. It was really spun in a way that kind of got a little toxic right uh titans media and national media outlets especially took Tannehill saying i'm not you know it's not my job to mentor him and turned those words into saying pretty much it's me versus him he can help himself it's my team it's my job um i'm not going to help him you you know along the way but Tannehill, you just heard it said he was just a shot him and malik willis were shocked that it turned into this big national media hurricane. Yeah. So to, to hear Tannehill kind of, and this was the first thing he addressed, right? This was the first thing he said when he was in front of that mic. So for him- Yeah, like, that, yeah, that like his, his opening chest. statement, his
1: opening statement of his time with the media. Yeah, like he came out just sh- shooting that off from his hip.
0: Yeah, he got it off his chest, made made his point very clearly and eloquently. Um, Him and Malik Wells, there were videos today I know that Tuesday was day two of OTAs, but day, day one, media wasn't allowed. So this was the first look that Titans media and us as Titans fans really got to see of the two working together. And Tannehill, you could see in a video, he was kind of talking to Malik Willis as he was going throughout a drill, um, just, just kind of explaining you know, what to do. Uh, I believe they were throwing over blockers in the drill that I'm specifically referring to. So, yeah, look, it, it's not a big deal. It never really was. Um, the silence in between Tannehill's comments then and now, which was three weeks, three weeks for the national media who, in the dead of the offseason needs any bit of content they can to get those clicks, to get those views. They yeah. took it and ran with it, but they can't do that anymore. Tannehill's killed it. And you know
1: what? And I, I, I like the if, and maybe that's like something that uh, Tannehill haters will kind of cling to of like, well, why did it take so long for him to bury this story? You know, like I, I feel like I'm okay, like with him taking the time because I know, I know in that time he, he spoke directly to Willis, which is really the only person he deserves any explanation to. And, uh, and then, and then, yeah. And it, it just kind of like, like, I don't want, I don't want my quarterback being reactionary to everything that is written about him or said in the press. I don't want him, I don't want him living online and hearing everything he says, uh, a a guy like that, which which there's nothing wrong with that, but a guy like that would be like a Taylor Lewan, who was out at uh at OTA's. And uh he he actually he also had some some comments that I feel like kind of turned some heads, at least turned my head when when I heard him talking. Um he said he said and I and and, and I and to paraphrase what he said. Didn't have fun. He, he's out there having fun. He kind of regained him, his old self again. And he's having fun at playing football again, essentially. And last year, at times, weren't fun. It started off bad with that first game, which we know how bad that first game was for Taylor Lawan and the rest of the Tennessee Titans. But then And then it started to get better, but it just, it seemed like every day was a grind. Whereas, like, now he's, like, excited to come into work and he's excited to play football. I, I think that's great news to hear him say that. Obviously, like anyone, anytime a player says like, yeah, like work is fun again. And like, you know, I, I'm enjoying the grind now. That's great news. But it's also part of me like wonders, like, wait, what what the hell do you mean? Last year was was, was tough. Like, where was the fun last year? And I think that that almost just kind of plays into the fact of like, for as good as last season was winning that one seed in the AFC and, you know, in putting together a good year, despite all of the bad that just kind of is another stack that onto the pile of all of the bad things from last year, the injuries, the uh, you know, obviously the, the first round playoff loss, like whatever the, the new New offensive offensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator, right? Like there was so much bad of last year. And this is just added to it, I, I and I'm assuming that's what Taylor means when he says that, but I don't know. It, it, that, that to me, is a little head-scratching.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think that he was more so referring to kind of his personal journey through last year as well. Sure, I sure, right, he, right. He was coming off that ACL injury he mentioned, and, and I would play these, this audio, but it's like four different clips, and you guys would be listening to him talk instead of us talk. We know you'd rather hear our sweet voice. Oh, with without Taylor.
1: question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you wanted to hear him talk nonstop, you'd you'd subscribe to another Titans podcast. Yeah, you,
0: you can listen to him talk over busting busting <laughs> Bustin with the boys. But um Luan said, you know, it was tough last year. He's at optional OTAs, right? At the end yeah. of May. He does not have to be there. By the way, no, he doesn't. If you look on defense, not many of the veterans are there on defense, but I think it's important that Tannehill's there and Lawan's there. Robert Woods is also there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what capacity he'll be able to really, really work in. But, you know, he's going through a bunch of the same drills. that Those receivers are
1: also shout out to the Titans for giving us so much. Robert Wood, like and like just sneaking in Robert Woods into all of the content that they pushed out mm-hmm. because it's like it, it's it's the Titans just saying, hey, look who's healthy. And or, it's the you opposite
0: know? of Julio last year. They always tried to shelter and hide Julio. And right. I mean, this is this not just before the year, but during the season as well. He was never on the field for practice. Yeah, it's just it felt like they kind of kept him behind closed doors. But Robert Woods, you're right; they are letting the, everybody get a, get a look at Robert Woods. Yeah, look at our I'll, shiny new toy. By the way, right? He looks way ahead of the game.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And that's like the that's like the Titans saying like, "Oh, hey, Titans fans, you know, like it's been a rough off season. You want some good? Here's some Robert <laughs> Woods looking healthy at practice. And and Jack, I'll be honest, hand raised. I got Robert Woods, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like that is it, that news <laughs> excited me.
0: Yeah, no, it, I think it, well, it did for a lot of Titans fans. I'm shocked that he looked as sharp as he did. But back same
1: to the, making cuts and everything on that knee. Like I just hope he like just don't uh, injure yourself again,
0: Bobby. He's the perfect example of how just because you're in the NFL, it's different positions, different bodies recover in mm-hmm. different ways. And this going back to Lawan talking about how he didn't have fun last year he mentioned that he couldn't start running until late june early july of last offseason because of when he tore his acl in 2020 so he didn't have that full offseason these optional OTAs, they weren't an option for lawan he wasn't ready for that and you know that being late to to really just resume team activities you know the trickle down effect we saw what happened in week 1 against the cardinals when chandler jones came in and whipped his ass um until Taylor lawan went to twitter to think Chandler Jones and what was a head scratching move. But Lawan, I I think that's part of why, you know, and and he said that he's feeling more like himself than he ever has before. Uh, You know, ACL injuries are tough to recover from, but I feel like it also makes someone stronger, not physically as much as mentally, right? Lawan, who's always kind of been a bit of a head case his early years in Tennessee, it's his ninth year in the NFL. And I feel like he's in a really healthy place mentally and physically, so that gives him the full offseason, and this is an important offseason, season, Lawan. And I think the reason why he's at OTAs is not just for him to work on his game, but there's two new starters on that O line up front, and they've got another rookie in Nicholas petit Frier, who they drafted in the third round, who is eventually going to come in, uh, whether it's this year, or next year, and have a, have an impact on the team, right? Yeah. So he's helping him, and Lawan was spotted working with working extra, uh, you know, overtime with. Petit Freire uh, in in an offensive line drill. So it's not just that he's feeling better. It's that he's leading by example with some of these rookies who absolutely need it. This is going to be a reworked O-line. He lost his run left. uh, You know, he he lost half of the run left tandem in Roger Staffel. He's up in Buffalo. So uh, I think it's important that he gets down there and, you know, he shows his face. He helps guys along who need it. And, you know, sets the tone for these veterans in, in organized team activities.
1: Um, which before I, I move on, is there any, any other, uh, big things out of OTAs that we wanted to hit on?
0: No, we mentioned Robert Woods is there looking good Farley's on the field. We, we, yes, yeah, yeah. Farley. So that's right. We'll, we'll probably get to see him more as the off season progresses. But right now I think it's just good to have him out there.
1: You, You know, Jack to like, this feels like a very positive episode and, and this is coming from. A couple of guys who haven't really been able to have a positive episode since what the week before the Bengals game, yeah. Honestly, exactly right. Like
0: it's it's been an off season of misery. I mean, right, the the, the aura surrounding the Titans not only into the season but off season. I mean, it's been pretty depressing. The AJ Brown trade, the drama that's ensued after,
1: yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. I I think I, I think we, you and I both expected. The episode right after, even after the Bengals lost, it was like, okay, this is gonna be a, a sucky off season. People are gonna, it's gonna be a brutal off season. and I think you and I both had like a date circled as the NFL draft. Okay, the episode after the NFL draft will be a positive episode. We'll Times are to the like best. They're gonna have start, they're
0: gonna win the Super Bowl. Yeah, start looking right the
1: for world. the future. Start like you know gearing towards like okay next season and, and like getting that optimism back. Well, that obviously didn't happen after they traded AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. So, so our our optimism episode has like kind of been pushed back a little bit, but Jack, I think this might be it. I think this might be the optimism episode because, look, obviously Tannehill Willis that that whole like drama is squashed. Tilaawan, a huge key piece of this entire team, is saying he feels great and is in a good spot. Robert Woods, Caleb Farley, looking healthy again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, like OTAs, like we're starting to gear towards next day. We're starting to see guys on the field practicing towards next season. And on top of it all, Jack, some of the best news, NFL Network is disrespecting the absolute hell out of your Tennessee Titans. Okay. Now a couple of things here. Good morning football on this morning's episode, Tuesday morning's episode of their, of their show. Held a a snake draft of the fastest players in NFL history. And they all went around. I think it was it was all four people on the on the show. Kyle Brandt was out. I think it was it was Peter Schrager and then like three fill-ins because Kay Adams left the show. But anyway, that's neither here nor that. Where'd they, Kay Adams go? She left. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing huh? next, but she left the show. She like her last show was, I think was last Friday. Hmm. yeah sad news she was great i'm gonna
0: miss Kay adams
1: i'm going to miss Kay adams too and now with nate gone it's just kyle branton peter schrager holding the maybe Kay down, adams
0: but- and luke Worsham are starting a podcast together
1: oh my god let's gosh. fire
0: up the rumor mill there would well, that be the first let's see if we have anything
1: would that be the first girl Luke has ever talked to?
0: Oh, come on, Austin. <laughs> he's a handsome man. No,
1: he's handsome. He's just like, he's, but he's also like 16 years old. Like I, when I picture him interacting with girls, it's from across the gym floor at the seventh grade dance. Like that's, <laughs> I'm just saying like Luke is, he's, he's Luke. a great dude. And he had a glow up,
0: but he's young.
1: Luke, um, if you're listening,
0: I, I do not condone what Austin just said.
1: Luke, I hope you're listening. Luke, if you're listening, tweet the word hamster wheel to me okay Mm -hmm. um all right listen i uh (laughs) i i i so they held a snake draft and not one person in the entire snake draft so it was what uh three picks each four guys so 12 picks overall chris johnson was not selected chris johnson who ran an nfl combine record 4.24 in the 40, Chris Johnson, a guy who has, uh, more 80 plus yard rushes for touchdowns in it than anyone in NFL history, Chris Johnson, a guy who had a 50 plus 60 plus and 90 plus yard touchdown run in a game, not selected in, in, as the fastest player in this fastest player draft.
0: Do you have any of the guys that were
1: chosen above him? Yeah. Let me, let me pull that up. Um, okay.
0: that is absurd uh, I feel like Chris Johnson I mean I know people look this is just how the football shows work they've got to pay homage to the greats the first fastest guys right Barry Sanders is going to be in there yes Um, I mean you
1: okay so here here's the here's the draft as as it stood okay first pick overall okay Rachel Bonetta which I do love Rachel Bonetta okay love Rachel Bonetta in fact I hope she gets that job from kay adams as the main host she's hilarious and she's knows her football she goes tyree kill okay little little uh prisoner of the moment in my opinion but okay but he's He's
0: top 12 of all time i'd probably say in paths
1: d'angelo hall daryl green adam rank every titans fans favorite goes Devin hester peter schreger goes Deion sanders okay Maybe Daryl Green, the odd man out. Like, I don't understand why he went first round, but okay. Uh, those are fine selections. D'Angelo, Chris Johnson's faster than D'Angelo Hall. Yes. De- Chris Johnson's literally faster than all of these people. No, D'Angelo okay. Hall is the, it was the guy picking. He was oh, the guest host. Oh, he was
0: the guest okay. host. He picked Daryl Green. Oh, man. I don't care much for D'Angelo Hall. He picked off Cutler R- like four times in a game. One time. <laughs> 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 Round two. Bonetta, Raheem Mostert, Alan Rossum, Willie Galt,
1: and Bo Jackson. Okay, that, Raheem those are Mostert? Just, yeah, those are just people <laughs> trying to flex that they think they know fast people in the NFL, okay? Then round three, Bonetta goes Jonathan Taylor. And then D'Angelo De- Hall picks himself, D'Angelo Hall. Adam Rank goes Walter Payton? Walter, like, look,
0: I, I love Rake Walter is a Payton. a Bears fan, and that makes sense because he took Hester and Walter Payton. And Payton, Payton. yeah. The look, Bears I,
1: I love Walter Payton. Walter Payton's my favorite running back in uh, of all time. I think he's the best running back of all time. I love you, Derrick Henry. But I, Walter Payton's still the greatest of all time, and he's the reason I wore number 34 in high school. Okay, I love Walter Payton. Walter Boy, Payton was not known for his speed. No. Okay? like, And he played on AstroTurf. He was not known for his speed. He's not the fastest player of all time and then Peter Schrager ends the entire draft with Ronaldo Nehemiah. Okay, that and that's just Schrager flexing. Yeah. Okay?
0: If you say that name, I'll I'll immediately believe you cuz I don't know. I don't I, know how fast Ronaldo Nehemiah
1: is. But I'll tell you how fast he isn't. That's as fast as Chris Johnson. <laughs> so that just a ridiculous draft overall completely uh forgot about um chris johnson which chris johnson that later retweeted it and like said like are you guys serious or no um he uh in fact he said this is funny i need to be hired by good morning football at this point at gfmb i'm ready okay that's just chris johnson being thirsty but so i so that they obviously completely disrespected one of the fastest players in the sport chris johnson okay uh also adam rank uh Adam Rank, uh, okay, and this is another one, okay? This is another point where Good Morning Football disrespected the Titans this morning. It's list season. Is this another list? This is a list. Oh, you better believe. we're. Oh, look, if there's anyone that's going to get upset over a list, it's the Titan Up podcast, okay? And we are going to get upset over this list because Adam Rank came out with his top five best running back plays of all time, okay? I,
0: I top rank five lists... I, I... There's got to be a point where we just stop talking about Adam Rank and his lists. Yeah, well, today's yeah. not the day.
1: No, today's not the day. No, I'm because we in need, the
0: future. Adam Rank is a, is a proven clown. This guy, right. this guy got his his master's degree from Clown College. Jack and I have been wandering
1: in a desert and we are clearly content starved. Okay, so today is definitely not that day. We're going to eat up this Adam Rank list, but Adam Rank, which for a guy whose last name is Rank. He does a pretty shitty job of ranking things.
0: Maybe he I should rank- change my name to Jack List. <laughs> Jack List, and I just make a shit ton of bad lists.
1: Yes, you should. You should. We I think in fact, Jack we should List make kind of kind of. Let's rolls make a parody account. Let's make a parody account right now. named Jack List, and we just we just we parody every ranking that Adam Rank makes, and we just we just just like. We just destroy him. Like, we just rip off, like, every time he makes a list, we just make a list. At
0: Jack worse. List NFL.
1: Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. I th- okay. this is going to be my weekend problem. Okay. So, the top five best running back plays of all time, according to Adam Rank. Now, normally, I would go five to one, but this, this list is so bad, I'm going to go one to five. Number one, he has Marcus Allen's 74-yard rushing touchdown in the Super Bowl. Okay, fair enough. A Super Bowl play. Bigger sure. a big run, yeah. I'll give it. Yeah, I'll give you that. Marshawn Lynch, the Beast Quake. Okay, again, that is a, a five massive run, run. It's one of the it's one of my favorite runs to watch. I I will give you that Marshawn Lynch at number 2. Barry Sanders 47-yard rush uh in the NFC Divisional Round of the playoffs. That is a great run because he breaks like eight tackles. I I think I did a breakdown of it uh for Cork Bats. Like it is Good. it's a great run. Top three, Again, not shabby. Not yeah, I I don't I can't I can't argue but with that. Kind those. of like can't miss
0: plays though.
1: Yes. And then you go Bo Jackson, 91 yard rush touchdown. Anytime you get in the nineties for a running or running back, that's fine. But it, it also seems to be like any run in the nineties is like they just get on a breakaway and not run. all 90 yard runs are built equally. It th- thank you, Jack. That's and that's kind of where I'm going with this. Like, cause it's like you just get into open space and then you just faster than everyone else. Like that's, and that's kind of what that Bo Jackson run is. And then number five, Walter Payton in week nine of 1977, an 18 yard run. And that's I'm pretty disgusting. sure I, that, that's, I'm <laughs>
0: that that, that sh- he should be arrested for having an 18 yard rush. That is that's the that top is five
1: as the fifth best run in NFL history. Now, look, I think I know the run he's talking about. And it is, it's it's Walter breaking just a crap ton of tackles, which, don't get me wrong, Walter Payton, very impressive. But how you don't have a run that is literally tied for the longest run in NFL history, a play where not one, not two, but three Jacksonville Jaguars are body bagged, how you don't have that cracking your top five of best runs of all time, is you, beyond me. And the Adam Rank, it, just if you, when you thought maybe Adam Rank was coming around on the Titans and starting to give them respect, nope. Right back to disrespecting the
0: Titans with yeah. this
1: list and yeah. with his, his, uh, his reasoning. You've got to put a
0: 99 yard run in there. I, you, I don't care what you run, have to, you've got to put one 99 yarder. Even if it's Tony Dorsett's,
1: which isn't, again, you going back to Jack's point of not all 90 yard runs are built the same. That Tony Dorsett's is not built the same as Derrick Henry's 99 yard touchdown mm-hmm. Derrick Henry literally earned all 99 yards with three freaking stiff arms to the face of yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars. People. Absolutely murdered them. Body bagged three dudes. That has to make your top five, but it doesn't. And now you're probably like, what, Austin? I thought this was an optimism episode. I thought this was the, the, the show where like, things are looking up how are you going to say that the nfl network completely disrespecting the titans multiple times this morning is optimism how is that a good thing i'll tell you why because this is how we know nature is healing this is how we know
0: the titans are
1: getting back to the titans of old when people and when i say people i mean everyone in the nfl starts forgetting the titans that's when we know that the titans are living in their wheelhouse that is where the titans shine when the disrespect comes because look at last year look they 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 were on top of the NFL all last year and things just kept going wrong yeah. injury after injury then in the first week of the playoffs they lose all right even 2 years ago they go into the playoffs as as uh as um uh favorites against the ravens they lose in the super wild card weekend. The where the Titans live is in the disrespect. Well, because and they I, come up
0: short when the, when the lights are bright, are the brightest, right? They yes, they, they, they earn that
1: in right. a way. I I want this team to be underdogs. When with a coach like Mike Vrabel, this team will thrive as underdogs where nobody respects us. Everyone hates us. Yeah. I want that I want the Titans to return to that. So when I see Interval network just, just completely disrespecting the Titans. I'm like, yeah, give it to me. <laughs> hey, I'm that I'm that Jack Nicholson nodding gif
0: from uh I, the okay. departed. Good verbal Yeah. Good yes, word. like that's me. I'm look, I, I know the Titans thrive in the underdog role. I'm just ready for them to step up and become one of the big dogs. One of one of one of the NFL's best. And you know, maybe they had that chance last year. And if the Titans make an AFC championship run, they're probably getting a lot more respect. And Tannehill, especially getting a lot more respect. This off season, but the last couple of years when the lights are the brightest, the stages are the biggest, the Titans disappear, they shrivel up, and that's upsetting. I'm, I'm, I, I, we've gone through the past few years as the underdogs, and the Titans have done well, they've overachieved. I'm ready to to have higher expectations. I don't want to be the underdog anymore, and I know that's not going to change in one season, but I don't. I'm, I'm ready. To, I'm ready for the Titans to be one of the big dogs, not one of the underdogs. I got to look you, you and gotta I drive in the underdog role before I, you can get to that role.
1: But And I agree with you. Like, yeah, I, I, I look, I enjoyed last year where it felt like, OK, the Titans are considered, you know, at least amongst most circles up there in the top four, you know, the Mount Rushmore of the AFC at very least. After you know, that like,
0: stretch where they, where they went through the Bills, the Chiefs, the Rams, yes, the gauntlet, that's, that we that's when the Titans were year. the best team in the NFL. It felt yes. that way.
1: And people were still giving them credit. Even when they kept winning after Derrick Henry went down, they were like, Oh damn. Okay. Titans are for real. I love that. But I just feel more confident about the Titans when no one gives the Titans a shot and the Titans go in and kick your ass like that as a fan. I love that. I live for that. And I love just rubbing people's noses in it. So, when people disrespect the Titans and if we have to go through the rest of the off season with no one giving the Titans shine, yeah, it's going to suck. It's not as fun as like getting your team talked about on national TV, but I live for it, dude. I, I, something about that to just, Oh, give it to me. Like give me. The wins taste sweeter
0: when they're, when nobody's expecting you to win.
1: Right. The Titans aren't blue collar. They're two-tone blue collar. Okay. And I love that they're workhorses. Give me that, grab that lunch pail and go to, work and then sit on top of one of them steel beams like 90 stories up you know like that's when I see the titans as
0: yeah I'm with you and it is fun relishing in the underdog role but I I, again I would like them to take the next step you know who you know who struggles to take the next step uh let me guess is
1: his name surprisingly not hispanic
0: there is a Hispanic twist in it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Arthur Juan Brown. Is Arthur Juan Brown struggles to take the next step. This this past week, uh, it was later in the week of uh, this past week, he uh, drafted a notes app tweet, right? A three-paragraph-long notes app tweet tagging Darren Bates in it, who we're about to have on. You're about to hear from Darren Bates. And all that he thinks about this A.J. Brown debacle. He's the perfect guy to talk on it. So we're going to give you a little, a little appetizer before you guys have the three-course meal in Darren Bates. But pretty much said that he's canceling camp in Nashville because uh, there were Titans fans threatening his peace, right? Mm. He, he wasn't comfortable having grown men come out there and, you know, it's a kid's right. camp. And maybe maybe one person says the wrong thing and then A.J. Brown goes into full full on attack mode or one fan tries him, you know. Look, I think just Twitter and Facebook are great examples. You can have 100 people out there. There's always that one weirdo in the comments that's oh, yeah. saying something completely well, wrong, out of line, different, whatever.
1: And in a day and age like today where there are legitimate psychos out in the world, just absolutely crazy people, and where, like, mental health is, like, affecting people in ways that we've never seen before, I mean, I would I would also take a lot of— uh, I get that. Like I would put a lot of weight into that one rather than yeah, the hundred no. good guys.
0: And I totally get that. And I don't want to. I don't want to say that there aren't people saying aggressive things in AJ's mentions. There probably are. There's I, probably I can't multiple, keep multiple. Yes, yeah. I can't keep up with what goes down on Facebook. I can't read through all the replies on Twitter. I don't have all that time. But I, uh, knowing what I know about Twitter and Facebook, as people, you, you know, make bold statements and talk tough online, where they don't have to see the person in real life. But at the same time, I I think that AJ's a little paranoid. I do. Mm-hmm. Look, if this if this was me and I was AJ Brown, which I will never be AJ Brown, uh, I've got two bad knees. AJ does too. Maybe I could be AJ Brown. Either way, if I was in AJ Brown's shoes, I wouldn't I wouldn't have even left waited this long to cancel this camp. I'd have said, you know what? I'm traded to Philly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nashville. Um, it's just not going to work out. I've got a new system to learn. I've got new teammates to meet. I've got right, different things right. to do. I've got to look for a house. I've got to look for a school for my daughter. You know, there's a ton of stuff he has to do. He doesn't have to to run this camp in Nashville. Now he canceled this one. He's still going to go through with the one in Starkville, Mississippi, which is a little more of a um, a little more of a comfort a comfort zone to AJ yeah. Brown being from it's Starkville. a homecoming home for him. Yeah, everybody, everybody. Even though he went to Ole Miss and dominated the Bulldogs. He's still got a lot of love for him in Starkville.
1: <laughs> you had to throw that in, on fan. But, but,
0: but AJ Brown still—he's on Twitter so much, and I—I I know that there probably are aggressive people in the comments. Yeah, but this is still reeking of paranoia to me.
1: I how do well, you feel? and look and and. And we're going to, we're going to talk to Darren Bates more about it. And cause Darren Bates was actually tagged in the tweet. And so that was one of the reasons, right. When we saw and that, he, Jack and he spoke
0: and I, to Darren Bates immediately after he sent the tweet.
1: Yes. And they're good friends. That was one of the reasons why Jack and I were like, we got to get Darren Bates on this week's episode. Uh, and, and you're not going to want to miss what he says coming up next. But I, I, I think that I, I think it's, it, it's, 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 Twofold. Yes. I do think that AJ Brown reads a little too much into social media. Um I, again, I do think it's, you, you do have to be very careful because I do think there are legitimately crazy people, especially in Titans fans. Titans fans are like, we are some of the craziest, some of the most ridiculous I, online and some of the most, I don't want to say use the word soft, but like we, it doesn't take much dramatic. to dramatic i would say yes. dramatic and
0: I, yes. I, I i i want to push back on that a little bit because titans titans twitter is really all i know right yeah. I, you know I, I i don't know eagles twitter i don't know right. Patriots right twitter but there's no way that the titans fan base and i know there are crazy people out there there's crazy people in every fan base but there's no yes. way that the titans fan base is the most hostile fan base in the nfl and darren bates he's got a you know he's got a a better perspective of things having played for multiple teams. But again the teams he played for are were the St. Louis Rams fan base non-existent and Atlanta Falcons fan base non-existent. So you know it's I I just I just yeah. I don't want to believe that the Titans are this toxic especially well, when you have other fan bases especially the new fan base that AJ Brown's going to have to deal with in Philadelphia. Well
1: whether they are or they aren't, whether or well, I say whether we are or we aren't cuz I am one of them. I'm not I don't want to like Feel like i'm bashing titans of fans i'm literally a none of,
0: not of, not of the, the the psycho part of it
1: i am a member of titans twitter yes. the good the bad the ugly everything that comes with it i am a part of it so i i throw myself into that loop however um regardless of where you come out on titans twitter where wherever aj brown comes out on Titans twitter my advice to aj brown would be dude get off social media and like AJ Brown has been very outspoken about his mental health issues. And to me, and I, and I love that about him. I honestly, I do. I love that how he has been very open with how he's hit dark places in his career, Uh, a career that has been seemingly on the up and up a a career that has been really good from the outside looking in, but clearly he has come out and told us that no on the inside, it's a really dark place despite all the success and the fame and everything that's that's gone well for him he's he's had these he's had that and he's been open about that and so now i see stuff like this to where he feels like he has to whip out his no tap on on a on a topic that we felt like the general public has been dead for a couple of weeks but clearly it's not it's still resonating whenever he probably On a random Twitter account.
0: On a random Friday.
1: On a random Friday, he he felt the need to whip out his notes app and type up this whole long thing because he doesn't feel safe and he feels threatened uh, to even continue on his camp. If if it's getting to that point, that's where you got to just
0: delete social media. Shut it down. John Tapper, shut it down.
1: Just get rid of it and... and move on with your life without it. There's plenty of successful players in the NFL who don't have social media, who are not who are not living that game. I know you're maybe missing out on some extra ad dollars or or extra yeah, but, things like that.
0: But, but you can you can have social media and be and not you know turn everything into well, oh man they're gonna the, do this that
1: case in case in point QB one for the Titans Ryan Daniel you know you have, can have social media out, and not
0: look have, every reply. Right.
1: Hey, have AJ AJ Brown have someone manage your 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 Twitter. Post a Celsius ad every you know three months, and then you're you're good. Okay, but don't be on there to where it's like you've got to. And I get it. AJ's young, and he comes from an, a world where he grew up on social media. You get those dopamine rushes. You you crave it. You want that. You want those that instant gratification that social media gives you. I'm just as addicted to it as anyone. All right. So I know this is a lot easier said than done coming from a guy like me, but it's also like, if it's causing you this much stress, sometimes it's best to just, even if you just take a couple of months off, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe you don't, you don't, you don't check social media till August. Just give it some time because this is not a healthy place for you to be living in.
0: No. And you know, some athletes can handle it and live in those replies because look, I I'm AJ's age. I was born in the Twitter sewers. That's all I know. But you do have to take a step <laughs> yeah, back. You especially... were merely
1: raised in it. Jack <laughs> was born in it. It's molded
0: by it. Born in it, molded by it.
1: You <laughs> would
2: That
0: was my bane. I, that was a weird bane. You do You've done a good bane on here before. But you know, at, at the end of the day, how, AJ Brown's got to move on from Titans fans. Like Titans fans have got to move on from yes. AJ Brown. Yes. Tweeting every day on. is not going to help it. Uh-uh. Okay. And that, that goes for Titans fans as well. Tweeting at AJ Brown every day, whatever he has to say, being in his replies, that ain't Move helping on. anything. Move AJ on. Brown continuing to poke at Titans fans and uh you know do this and that. That's not helping AJ Brown. Yeah. You know, it's like a breakup. You got to act like the other person is dead. Act like they don't they're not alive. They don't exist. Right. That's what AJ Brown needs to do to Titans fans. That's what Titans fans need to do to AJ yeah. Brown, up until I- the Titans see the Eagles later on in the season.
1: And we have the privilege of not having kids with A.J. Brown, so we don't even have to split custody, okay? Mm-hmm. We can legitimately move on, walk, go our separate ways. Like the final scene in The Breakup. Have you seen that?
0: Have I seen The Breakup? Who's in The Breakup?
1: Uh, Jen Aniston and Vince Vaughn.
0: I have seen The Breakup. I've seen okay. The Breakup. I've seen like, most of Jennifer Aniston's movies. She's in a lot of rom-coms. <laughs> I consider myself... To be a rom-com expert.
1: <laughs> wow. I Of all the movies that you haven't seen in your life, I never would have pegged you as to been the guy who has seen most of Jennifer
0: Aniston. Well, because I'll tell you this. I like in on a little secret, and this is right before the interview. I promise Darren Bates is behind us. I am Adam Sandler's biggest fan. I don't think anybody loves Adam Sandler as much as I do. Have so, you seen Jack I, and Jill? I've seen Jack and Jill.
1: And you're still one of Adam Sandler's?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've seen everything besides Hubie Halloween. I need to get to that.
1: You haven't seen Hubert, but you've seen Uncut Jobs.
0: Yes, Uncut Jobs. Yes. I've seen Okay, him. Uncut Joms Adam Sandler's is very my good. So I've seen most of Jennifer Ann's. And
1: his new one. His new one looks really good. Hustle, I think, on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen any previews. For he's that, like a but scout I'll... for the 76ers. It looks really good. Oh, um, I like that. Yeah. I like I like serious acting, uh, Adam Sandler, just as much as I love comedy. Adam no, Sandler.
0: he's a versatile actor. He he yeah. he gets a lot of hate out there, but it's really right. unwarranted.
1: Okay. All right, let's get to Darren Bates. Uh or Darren Bain. <laughs> Let's get to him. But before we do, Jack, you've got a word from a sponsor.
0: That is correct. I am here to talk about the fine folks over at Dr. Hecklin's Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. I recently went in for routine cleaning and had an awesome experience. In the past, I've avoided going to the dentist. It, you know, It makes me anxious. I don't like the way I Uh, You know, I get nervy when I walk into the dentist's office. It's just something that I've always had ever since I was a kid. But at Dr. Hecklin's Family and Cosmetic Dentistry, you feel kind of at home. It's a homey office. It's a homey feeling. And Dr. Hecklin and his staff, they're as friendly as you can ask for and equally as talented. And talk about homes. They've made Nashville their home. They've been here for over 40 years, which means they've got to be doing something right. They treat patients anywhere from two to 104 years old. If you've got a baby and he needs some, he needs his teeth to get looked at. He needs to, he needs to find a dentist to start out. make Dr. Hecklin and his folks over at Dr. Hecklin's Family and Cosmetic Dentistry, his dentist for life. If you're just behind on a cleaning, get one scheduled with these guys. They'll get you in and out really quickly. They'll put on your favorite channel while you're back there, or turn on some music for you, whichever you prefer. They they handle crowns, they handle dentures, um, they handle veneers, smile makeovers. So, again, if you're due for a cleaning, this is the place for you. And if you're overdue for a cleaning, go get some of the core whitening that they're offering. They're offering 10% off of core whitening if you mention A to Z sports. 10% off your whitening with – mentioning A to Z Sports. Go check them out. They're over at 5606 Brookwood Place in West Nashville. It's off of White Bridge Road for you guys over in West Nashville, like me. And get your smile looking right for the summer. It's, it's a great time to be happy and show off those pearly whites, so make sure you get them as white as you can at Dr. Hecklin's Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. I don't know about you, I this
2: punch in my cup. Nice, getting started. I'm already doing too much. Reach down in my
1: Guys, we are joined now uh, by uh, a, a, a an uncle of the podcast, Mr. Uh, uh, Darren Bates, uh, the number one hype man in Titans history. And uh, I'm just going to go out and say it. This is probably the first time it's the third time we've had Darren Bates on this podcast, but it might be the first yeah. time we've ever had anyone doing conducting. An interview for the podcast while getting a manny petty. Like my man's getting gotta his feet it. rubbed as we speak. Darren, you are a king.
2: <laughs> so, hey, I just worked out, man. Look, you're 10. Hey, dogs are barking. We're right next door to Whole Foods. Hey, it all just worked out.
0: <laughs> hey man, you know, you're you spent what, nine years in the league? You gotta you gotta take care of that body as much as you can. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. So you know why not what's your uh what's your favorite
1: part and least favorite part of a pedicure because for me like i love i love the foot massage but i hate when they dig into the cuticles
2: of your of your uh, toenails nah, my favorite part is all of it uh my <laughs> least favorite
0: part is leaving is when
2: it's over <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> yeah. so oh my gosh <laughs> darren um into the football realm. OTAs is starting tomorrow. You're still a free agent. Are there, um, you know, have you had any leads? I know you just got done in Atlanta. You're, you're still connected with the coaching staff in Tennessee. You got any ideas? Um, I, I know you want to you want to play somewhere this upcoming season. How, how's this offseason yeah, treated you?
2: Oh, man, you know, it's been quiet for me. we have been working out, you know, being in dad mode. Uh, it's different, you know, i used to, you know, being, away from it this this much as far as you know communication with that teams or whatnot. But you know, you expect it being you know, a creation business time, this maybe a career you 10, team so it'll come around. I'm never try not to worry about it stress it just keep working, keep grinding. It's the same grind, you know, but mm-hmm. like you said, I'm trying to get back on the team or you know, this season. You know, I'm still still trying to ball, still loving the game, still putting it all out. So
1: like what? what's on your like agenda like right now? Like is it just staying in shape, staying healthy, and then like letting like yeah, having your agent just kind of do all the legwork of finding yep. that next fit?
2: Yep, that's it right there. Just have him hit up teams. I told him that like, really no team off limits for out limits. So uh that way, you know, it'd be more open and get out there.
0: So so even Houston, you you'd consider going back down to Houston now that Bill O'Brien's. I mean, gone. Okay, now we know that there's some <laughs> places now. You know, there's
2: some that just that's just okay. He know not to ask. He know not to ask about some place. <laughs>
0: give, give me some of those places. What are what are nah, some of I those? can do that. You can't. <laughs> Every man has his price, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Hey, look, Jack wouldn't be
1: doing his job if he didn't if he didn't ask the question. <laughs> I <already know. laughs>
0: Well, so let me ask you this: you, you've got kids, you've got a family, you've got a house here, I believe. Right? Am I correct in saying mm-hmm. that you live in Nashville? Mm-hmm. What's it like playing on a one-year contract? Because you played in Atlanta, you had a one-year deal with Atlanta. Now you're a free agent again. What's it like with a family knowing that you know you've you've only got one year here? I mean, uh, there's always a potential to be re-signed, but what's that like? Kind of playing on a one-year deal. I mean,
2: you just you know you got that one year. That you can especially as a, uh, well. I can speak from both sides, being younger and older. Because as a young guy, you know you're playing that one year, but you you have a. Idea that you will be somewhere the next season, so mm-hmm. it's, it's more so you can live in—you don't live in a moment as much. I would say, I would yeah. say you already just plan, and then you ready to keep on because you trying to get to that contract. Mm-hmm. You know, this time around, you know those one years—they—they meet a little different. You know, you kind of take it, take it all in. You're more personal about it. You know, you get to talk around to more people like more guys you probably wouldn't talk to when you was in year four. You know what I'm saying. I think that's the difference from what I see. You know, uh, my family don't really move around with me because they you no know, kids are in school. So you know they gotta be in that field, But uh that's another thing, you know, you being off by yourself. But that's that's when you get around more guys. So mm-hmm. it's, you get your, your pros and cons and it all. Well,
1: and that's why that's why raw room's popping off as well as
2: it is, oh, because yes. you oh, know, yeah. he's like
1: diversifying his uh his assets right now. He's making yes, sure, yeah. you know, look, he's covered just in case you know in case the the happened, which i should have mentioned off the top guys raw room rate review and subscribe check it out on all anywhere you can find podcasts follow them on all the socials uh some of the best content that you will see uh pushed out there by any podcast by the raw room room fellas you guys you are you guys kick ass with that podcast you do a really good job with it Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so uh i guess that brings us to you know the meat and potatoes of of why we kind of brought you on here A.J. Brown, we know he's up in Philadelphia, traded to the Eagles, and you I, I feel like you knew this was coming. Um, he <laughs> canceled his uh, football camp that it was it, it was supposed to be in Nashville, uh, and the reasons why he canceled it were a little bit surprising to, to some Titans fans, I think, and, and to, to us as well. I, I'll admit I was surprised because he said that, you know, he was going to cancel it. And he didn't have to come back down to Nashville. He's in Philadelphia now. He didn't have to do this. But he said he was canceling it, not because he was living far away playing for a new team, but because he didn't really feel safe. He was kind of feeling threatened. And you, you know, he released a big notes app on Twitter, posted a screenshot of his notes and tweeted it out because it obviously exceeded the 140-character minimum. But you were tagged in that. What was your role in that? Why did he tag you in that tweet?
2: Uh, first of all, I mean, like, everybody know, well, should know everybody that's, you know, kicking their shit at me. Me and AJ, that's my dog. You feel like that's my friend. Like, we really, we take – we kick it together on off time, you know so I'm saying? We it's when it's just me, him and his daughter type stuff. So mm-hmm. that's my dog. So we've been talked about this situation, but I feel like more so that before we even had the conversation about you know the camp canceling, we saw I understood and why I would have I said the same thing on, on the wrong room, why I would cancel it. And just from my from being me. If I would showed up at AJ camp, he had to count it and some 37 year old person want to come out there and say something crazy. I would have stood on it and probably went over there and did something, or I would have had somebody else come do something. Then we would have a really big problem. Right.
1: Yeah. So and now, it, it would have been, it would have been Darren Bates's name in the headline and not, exactly. not that 37 year old. Now, now we're
2: going to take it even deeper. Now me being Darren Bates, I'm going to think a little smart. I'm going to make a call to Memphis and hey, y'all come on down, be security, to you know, to right. make sure everybody ain't talking yeah. crazy. Yeah, then what See? right? So it's like you gotta, the man gonna do what's best for him, mm-hmm. and if you don't get it, you don't get it because obviously you would have been the person out there getting slapped. Like, I would have had to come out there and slap somebody. So you, he, he saved you from getting your ass whipped and embarrassed, and he didn't save me and other guys from having to go through any post- lawsuits, <laughs> police, or any of that. Yeah. That's where it's coming from. It, it ain't it, got nothing to do with the children. It don't have nothing to do with the Eagles. It had nothing to do with the Titans. It had to do with Twitter, <laughs> Titans Twitter. That's where it all came
0: And, you know, I, I I don't think it was a bad idea, honestly. If I was in no, AJ Shoes, I I one. wouldn't have come down to do that camp either. I You know, I know he's got one in Starkville. People are mad
2: about him going, trying to get his money. Now you're mad at him canceling the camp for his safety. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah right it, well, I
0: you know, it, it's – I guess let me put it – let me ask you this because – you know, A.J. Brown, he seems, you know, so happy all the time and, you know, you know uh, just a, a good guy to be around. Obviously, you mentioned you're friends with him. Both of you guys seem like you're pretty easy to get along with. Were you at all surprised that he kind of, uh, I guess, you know, every player needs to get that second contract and get their money while they're healthy, while they can in the NFL, but were you surprised that he kind of uh, left John Robinson and the Titans with an ultimatum?
2: Uh, I got to see how I can uh... – backpedal and we do this thing. (laughs) Be careful now. (laughs) Um, I mean, negotiations happen in the process, and everybody as fans, all of us being on the outside, don't always know when and how many times each side reached out. Now, I know there was plenty of times early on in the negotiations, AJ was up at the facility working out, you know what I'm being around the, the locker room, I'm talking with nobody else is really there. Just him just being there with with a few guys. So that's when everything was starting with the negotiation. So it, it wasn't coming out then. So I'm, that's when everything starts to take place as far as uh, upstairs talking to the agent and, and with the players. So all I'm saying is man, we don't know how many offers made, what the numbers were just. Sometimes you just happen to go off of uh, he said, she said, because that's basically what it is. I don't give a fuck what reporter said; it don't mean shit to me because they still gotta make up some shit to get out there. <laughs> so, yeah, and anybody can tell you anything, so it don't matter to me. Uh, but just like the same thing with him being a diva, like to me, I don't know people on the outside what they think a diva is. Just they say missed missing games. But, I don't know, The diva don't catch a slap 50 yards and break that bitch and break tackles and catch one-handed touchdowns for you to stay in the game and the playoff game that you off. But I don't know nothing. I just, you know, watch a, watch a dog out there. That's all I want. Yeah, I
0: would, I would say a diva in my book is probably someone who is uh, doing a podcast interview getting a foot massage, right? Yeah, that, no, that's, <laughs> that's, that's that's the diva right there. That's what a diva <laughs> <makes laughs> means baby. <basically. laughs> yeah,
2: there you go.
1: Uh, so, so Darren, the, um, so you, you, were talking earlier about like how AJ, like basically it came down to his safety, you know, well, the reason he didn't yeah. accuse that. Did he, did he give you, did he talk to you at all about to the extent of like the messages he was receiving? Um, like no, what he
2: look on Twitter and see. <laughs> and be, well, right, right, right.
1: Like we can all, like, like,
2: what do you expect the person getting death threats to do? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm um, pulling up still. If I'm pulling up, I make. If I'm still pulling up somewhere while I'm getting death threats, you should, for sure, expect me to retaliate the same way.
1: Right. Was it as Was it coming from multiple outlets, or was it from like one or two specific no, people? Just, that you know,
2: this Twitter people just on Twitter talking crazy, just saying right, shit. acting like like, oh, my kid is so broken at heart. Huh kids they better fucking grow up man there's no more worse shit gonna happen to your child <laughs> yeah right Grow the fuck up yeah oh, i don't want to hear shit about oh my kid, so sad i don't i don't care <laughs> yeah. that's a cat
1: in in a world where it's you know it's getting crazier
2: and crazier it's hard to tell bro, we to just had a pandemic bro we're still in it what the fuck are you talking about right yeah. the yeah. pandemic should have been the worst thing to fucking happen to your kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, DB. I I just got COVID again for the second time last week, so I I, I see where see, you're coming from with that. we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so
2: it's, it's a whole, bro. it's people that going crazy about it when when all you had to do, when really all you had to do is clear your emotions. All right, bro, let him get his money. He gone on. Let it go. That's why I kept on saying, like, we're tweeting. tweet Hey, y'all should let the shit go. When you ain't go around, then keep on saying shit, going to build and build. And. It's just the same thing with football. When you upset about a play that just happened For two plays ago, you still think about it. How you got to get bombed or did in on the next play. Just the same shit. But get the shit, let it go. And he would have had the count there. He would have still had the count. I would have been there. It would have been fun. It would have been great. All the players would have pulled up. So many players would have pulled up. But guess what? Now you just asked out of nothing. And shout out first, but y'all going to first count.
1: Right, right. Now, you've played... Elsewhere in the league and you, you mentioned specifically earlier, you know, Titans Twitter. Do you feel like there is a, uh, is there some, something about Titans fans in particular, or is there a stigma when it comes to Titans fans, when it comes to, you know, stuff and drama and, and, you know,
2: making big I mean, things out of me, this is not from my personal uh experience. I'm just saying people that I see on other fan bases talk about Titans Twitter. Yeah. I, Top two, not to softest type Twitter account in the, in the NFL. Yeah, and right. So it's like I see it, so I just be laughing. And so when I see it, I divulge in it myself. Yeah, so it's hilarious. Like y'all get this so butthurt, but now watch this. <laughs> yeah, right. So they go even more mad when I come out with my AJ jersey on. Ooh, that just <laughs> gonna be here in two weeks. Yeah. Do players talk about that at all? Uh, not really. No. That's why it's funny, because it's like, only the players that talk about it is players just on Twitter. You know, me and Will Compton are going to laugh at y'all. Yeah, right.
0: That's right. And Darren, not everybody is as good at, you know, good on Twitter and as personable on Twitter as you. I mean, you have one of the funniest accounts, I think, from anybody that, that plays in the entire NFL. But, you know, you mentioned that Titans fans need to move on from A.J. Brown. I, I agree with you. But do you, do you think that AJ could do uh, do himself a favor because it seems like you know he's he's kind of really wrapped up on Twitter and I know you've probably given him some advice as well I don't want to assume things but um, do you think it would do AJ um, a, a service to maybe you know take a break from Twitter take a take a week off you know you just ignore because there's a lot of people that are going to be in his replies no matter what he says he could he could retweet something he could post, uh, his Instagram to his Twitter or something. Yeah, retweet people, the Pope. Yeah, people are gonna live in his in his uh, mentions. Do you think he could, you know, help himself by taking a step back from social media?
2: I'm gonna say this: I would never tell nobody how to be on social media. To be honest, because I'm gonna always be me. I'm gonna always talk like even when my wife tell me, "Oh, don't be talk like right that." Yeah, all right. like so, I'm not gonna tell nobody else how they should and shouldn't be. So. I'm gonna let Bro Rock out and do his thing. As long as he mentally he good and healthy, hey, I I let him do his thing. Everybody shouldn't just take it so sensitive and personal.
0: No, I I agree. I, I yeah, just I I just wonder because you know AJ Brown. Every time he see, you know, he's on Twitter now. It's it feels like it, yeah. you know, no, it's
2: OTAs. Ain't nothing going on. We got a lot of time. Uh, on well, I know. I'm, true. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure. i I'm sure. When the right. season starts, I'm over here getting a pedicure, baby. <laughs> yeah, got nothing to
0: do. <laughs> I just I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I I just wonder if you know there were less tweets because there's some that are you know you know people can take the wrong way, and I know Titans fans are are uh hall of famers at spinning tweets into into shots and, oh my gosh. and oh making yes. things out of nothing. Oh my gosh. But some of AJ Brown's tweets do feel like they're still kind of coming out the Titans fan base. And um for for a guy who spends, you know, time online, I wonder if it would just be a healthy thing for him to to lay off of Twitter as much, but you know it's it's his life to live, it's his Twitter to run like you said. And
2: and everybody got their own way of like getting his shit off on Twitter like that's his way of trolling, but Sometimes, like, I don't, I never ask, but I think, and when he posts some stuff, sometimes those would be lyrics. People don't even know it. Those are just song lyrics, but it's right. funny because he don't say shit up back everybody just get off. Uh-huh. He, I, I think that's hilarious because that's his way of trolling. I got my way. He got his way. Will got his way. Everybody got their own way.
0: Yeah. You're close that's, to, I rock it. you said you're close to AJ. Has, has he told you, and you know, I'm, has he told you that, you know, he feels a certain way about Titans fans now that he's gone, or is he? You know, is, is there animosity between him and the, the organization? Nah. Do you think, or is it all close?
2: AJ? AJ moved on. Yeah. Other than you know, that, know, camp shit, it is what it is. He ain't and that, if, like, if, hey yeah,
1: if you if you were in AJ's shoes and everything, you know, everything went down, traded on draft night, everything like that, would you have done? anything differently or would you have handled it pretty much the same or or would you have have trolled even harder than he has
2: okay yeah that's what i'm about to say it depends <laughs> and, it depends on like yeah i got traded and y'all came at me the same way because i it's the same way happened i did the same okay i wouldn't have did it the same way if they did but let's just say everybody got get mad i would have trolled even worse yeah i would have made a video of me doing some shit at it, in Philly, like shitting on shit no nasty or smoke I was just emotionally real hurt. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah nah. you don't want me to be in that. That's what God picks certain people. He knew okay. to put me in that type of situation. Well, what I can sit uh,
0: You're you're from Memphis, like John Moran said. They don't run from smoke; they run up the chimney in Memphis. So, I, I, I can I can imagine you probably would have handled that differently. But what what did AJ do that maybe you would have changed, other than you know going just a little bit harder? Anything? Uh. I mean,
2: as far as kind of like social media-wise.
0: Yeah, or or just, you know, maybe maybe off social media, just anything since the trade happened.
2: Oh I yeah, mean, I probably wouldn't have just, I just probably wouldn't have been on social media at all during the trade situation, just waited to, you know, cool down then. You know, maybe just to, if I was trying to avoid any social media beef with anybody, cause ain't nobody, ain't gonna be a hundred percent Regardless of how you go out, you still gonna have people mad. Regardless, you know maybe it will have been less people mad, but I man, at the end of the day, it is what it is, man. You gotta accept it. Both sides gotta accept it. Was
0: did you? So the notes app tweet we brought up earlier. Did, did you have any hand in, in helping him kind of draft that up or? Uh...
2: Hell oh no, they might just text me one. Tell myself, hey, go check Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: And, and then all of a sudden, your mentions are just blowing up. You're right. like, hey,
0: "Why would you tag me I in muted this?" That shit so fast. <laughs> you you replied though. You said something. You said, "I got my I got my I got my little because I knew
2: it to be too many people saying the same dumb shit." So I took right. it off real fast and then I muted it and I was done.
0: With it. I'll, I'll read your tweet. You said, "I knew a majority of y'all still wouldn't get it, but goddamn, y'all soaking in fake pain." What What do you mean yeah. when you say that that they're soaking in fake pain? Titans fans are soaking in fake pain.
2: Because what is the, the point of being so like I just said with the COVID thing. think mm-hmm. That's real something to be really upset about. Uh anything that if you think in politics is going wrong, that might be something to be upset about. It's stupid, but it still might be something to be upset about. But being mad at a man for going to get some money the way he regards the way he has to do it, it's people out here selling real drugs to get make a thousand millions and millions of dollars legally. So what fuck you talk about? If he want to not respond, as he says, "Know what they say." If you want to not talk to nobody, if he want to talk all the shit he want to, and if he wanted to end up getting twenty five million a year, I'm sure you would have did the same thing. <laughs> so everybody could have a say of how he wanted to handle it. Oh, I, wouldn't have, I would have, I have, I would have stayed to win a ring. I seen the motherfucker come out; they would have took fourteen million to win a ring. A whole a place over here. Oh, okay, let me ask you that. A, a whole place over here offers going offer you 25 million but you gotta leave a place that say hey we might can win we might can win the championship maybe who knows there's a whole bunch of other places that can win this championship too but we're gonna just only give you 14 but this other team over here got this 25. I'm sure Jack
0: it's the first big contract take you take you take the money yeah, you do and especially yeah, Jack, uh, Jack would be out uh, of here so I'm fast saying.
2: that's the so that's the, the shit I'm like but how do y'all how do you not understand that it's that part but that's the, the same thing with the, the, the uh the notes it's the same thing with the how don't you understand i am getting threats but i'm mm-hmm. getting people talking about they're going to do this oh if, if I, I'm a cook. so yeah instead of me taking my ass up there something happening to me one of my cook family members friends do something to somebody else then well, what we all on espn yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: well yeah. it's good, it's man. literally
1: it's the word fan is short for fanatic, and there are some people that invest so much of their their time, their money, and their life, but really, that, in, it, into I a sports it. team. No, 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 I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm saying I'm, I'm agreeing with you in the sense that there are some people out there that take it way too far and make too it far. too much a part of, you know, you talk about you talk about how there are much bigger things to be to, you know, to concern yourself with. Well, sometimes people make this such a big deal and it's an organization and it's a company that is out of your control that does things (laughs) based off of their business, you know, ideas and you invest yourself so much into it that it's a lot of times you're going to be left with raw emotion when, when things that you don't like happen, like a Bengals loss or, you know, like a, like a trade of your favorite Mm -hmm. wide receiver, you know, and it's, it's to a point where it's like you're right. Like sometimes we just have to take a step back and
2: realize, like, what is it that we're getting so exactly. butt hurt about? Exactly. So that's why I say fake pain because if it's taking like it's it's been t- it's too long. Like, all right, if it happened on what's today, Monday? If it happened on Saturday, like by Monday, bro, you should be fucking old, right? Right. right. You know what I'm saying? That's what like coaches talk about. A loss. Like you got 24 hours. Like, get over it and get moved the fuck on. This is a fucking dude that got traded. and Somebody don't know you, you don't know them, Yeah, you know of his play, but God, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I understand, because this was nothing. People, oh, that's, that's another thing that gets you mad. Well, y'all, not well, say y'all, but how you Twitter that's out there listening, say, oh, he got bad knees and he hurts. <laughs> <laughs> None of that shit was popping off when that boy came in as a young rookie getting... Almost a thousand yards. Nothing was talking when he catching. He keeping y'all in the game. In right. the Y'all. Yeah.
0: Right.
2: When when you need him most, two two three receives. GB peanuts. Come on now. But he wasn't trashed in. He wasn't hurt. Hurt guy in. He was. I he was the man. I like
1: that. I like that voice you got for Titans Twitter. I because that's how I hear Titans Twitter in my head when I when I read it.
2: <laughs> that's exactly how they sound. It's, it's, it's crazy to me, and it just shows you like you're just making it's just too much emotions to involved in you and your logic. You're not being logical. All
0: right, DB, I know you're about to leave the uh, foot massage parlor, but uh, I got one more for you before you're out. Um, All right, Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher in a in a big argument uh, in the college football world in the SEC nation. Oh my gosh, uh, talking about <laughs> NIL money. If you were a player and you could only pick one. I guess partner to sign with an oh, NIL, geez. any any brand you can have any brand right. in the world. Yeah, Who we had
2: this on the raw room before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're
0: asking asking the
1: Auburn guy, A and M
0: or or Alabama? No, 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 no. I'm asking him if he could if he could partner with a brand. What oh, brand okay. out there would you like to partner up with on your NIL? Oh, okay. See, that's tough because if I was I was
2: me at this age, I'm thinking about me 18, 19, 20, What was I wanting and doing the most? I would've partnered with some, tat- my tattoo guy that was in Auburn. I would've partnered with him some type of way. <laughs> I would've partnered with Ciroc because I was drinking Ciroc all the time. <laughs> and <clears throat> I would've partnered with Smooth Key and yes. that would've been my part. I would've seen, I, I didn't need, I, I wouldn't need no jewelry and all that shit. because you know what my goal was to try to make it to the NFL. So I would've needed to got the shit that I felt like we give me to the NFL, so rock it would help me after the games you know partying <laughs> up you know all the other shit would have came in handy i'm telling yeah, you I, I wouldn't need no change and shit yeah the nice thing because you is,
0: play in the nfl you still got a party like you're in the nfl
2: you feel right. i gotta turn up i gotta live life and the nice
0: thing
1: is you can combine two of those as f- for one solid collaboration you put the ciroc in the smoothie king <laughs> oh, okay. and there you go
2: that sounds disgusting <laughs>
1: uh darren uh on the way out the door uh uh speaking of you know podcast hosted by former titans linebackers did you win the uh dodgeball match between uh the Bussin boys
2: oh man them boys are scared they didn't really want to do that shit. so you know we declined uh i don't think he's been uh working out or something lately you know you can tell by his body Oh man,
1: <laughs> that's what. That's what. You know what? Instead of look, everyone that's who's butthurt uh, hurt about the, everyone who's butt about the the camp getting canceled, AJ's camp getting canceled. That we should just set up a bus in, raw room dodgeball match at a stadium somewhere and let everyone just go it's out just, and watch. So
2: the game. we got we uh. So a lot of people like uh gym gym. They asked us, "Do we want to come over?" to that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Say say that one more time. I think you I think you'd uh cut out for a minute. What do you say?
2: Oh I had a whole bunch of gymnasiums and uh like YMCA centers reach out to tell us that we can have uh, the dodgeball game that take place. All right. <laughs> hey, yeah, okay. If you,
0: if you need alternates, me and Austin are always available. Yeah, no short <laughs>
2: oh, <but it's, laughs> yeah. This is one more thing. This is one last one last thing I had to say. I was talking to actually I ain't gonna tell y'all who I was talking to, but a Titan player we were talking to, we were working out and shit. And then, uh, but I was just saying how all this shit y'all putting on AJ, you acting like it is just, you, you're not upset or you you are super butt hurt, either or, because it's basically the same thing. When you want to fake like you're not hurt, you super fucking hurt. But <laughs> all those people, all those people, you want to know the main person that's going to get the biggest, big backlash of it all if they don't come close to AJ is Burks. Yeah, this is Mm -hmm. a setting. I'm a standard that he he has. He only got nothing to do with this shit. Right, people go automatically just off the stuff of just the ghost of AJ because AJ did some shit you you ain't seen a receiver do in Tennessee jersey. Oh fuck, Kenny Britt maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe that fuck. So it's like you gonna put all this shit on. Cause it's gonna call, it's gonna follow him if he do or if he don't, regardless. Because if he do, then it's gonna go be, oh, we didn't need AJ. Fuck AJ. But like, shut the fuck up. That sounds stupid. And then when you be like, oh, see, oh, uh, we shouldn't, we should have kept AJ. We should have. Uh, but you the same motherfucker when you go look up tweets from months ago. You be like, oh, fuck AJ. So it's be Like it's just like I just that's like no reason. Everybody should just chill the fuck out and let the season come. Let the shit play out. Give it some time. So you can be like, oh, I was tripping back in May. No, I was, I was, oh, whenever the fuck that shit would happen. No, I was, I was tripping, let it go. Because one person that's got, that's got to bear all the bullshit from Titans Twitter
0: is going to be Burks. Uh, isn't that tough for a rookie too? It's, it's, it's unfair to Burks in a way, because yeah, he, he knows that you know, the NFL is a business, but filling in, you know, A.J. Brown's shoes, he didn't expect that. He he thought he was coming in to play opposite of A.J. Now but he's yeah. here.
2: A.J., uh, yeah. And then, oh, don't get it started. About the, I saw Titan Twitter when, oh, he had to leave from the mini camp. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, y'all blasting his ass already. Like, What do you, what do you think about I'm rookie sure.
0: minicamp? You ever show up hungover to one of those, look like Burks did? <laughs>
2: First of all, it's not even that. It's not even that. No, it's not even that. Burks has been on 12 visits since the draft You want to know in all those visits, he went to go eat good. He flying here. When do you think he got time to train? He going on a visit every three to four days. Right, when right. does he have time to really train like that? When well, he's going to meet. He going out to dinner because this person want to take him here. We got to go show you this. We can get you these, please. Go, go shop in here. Go do this. He doing said, so yeah, he came in a many fucking count. Rookie man can Who gives a the fuck? They should have just been running him. just hey, just go no condition, bro. Don't even show you on, on so they can't say shit. But hey, that going to be I guarantee come train count going to be right.
1: Mm-hmm. You will not you will not find anyone who spits more fire and does it with such enthusiasm and grace <laughs> and, and 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 eloquence. As Darren Bates while getting his nails filed. I it is one of the more impressive appearances I think I've ever seen in any podcast ever. Uh, for those of you listening, you should appreciate this man for all that he brings into this world. Because if he can if he can give you that much intel and that much insight and, and explain himself so well, all while getting you know his feet scrubbed like that to yeah. me. That is that is top notch. Podcast history has been made today. It's, it's talent. Give <laughs> the, give the him a follow. Were going right. to the market, right? Thank at you, the piggies were you. yeah, all of them. Some of them were eating roast beef. <laughs> at db underscore five tray on Twitter, guys, and follow at the raw at raw room raw underscore underscore room. On Twitter, some of the best content you will see put out there. It's Darren himself uh, and the podcast. Go subscribe to their podcast as well. Darren, dude, we appreciate all the time you've given us, and uh, and look, we we hope we can uh, ride along next time uh, you get your uh, your nails did.
2: Hell yeah, we can all have pod up here. I'm sure they'll let, let us do it.
1: <laughs> that hey the raw that's the raw room is
0: the room that you get your nails. Oh yeah, in. <laughs>
2: absolutely, absolutely. All I appreciate
0: you, right. man. All right, DB, good luck in year 10, man. We can't wait to see where Thank you land.
2: You. Yes, sir. Thank you. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle.
1: Uh, one quick thing before we move on with this podcast. Also, shout out Darren Bates. Awesome. Uh, I just cannot, words cannot express how funny I think it is that he was getting a pedicure while we interviewed him. <laughs> like, he me. is
0: He is the most entertaining former player i think that we've ever had on here right yeah, he, yeah. and he's not a former player he's just a former titan he's still active right. yes but he, he's phenomenal. as good as it gets and you know he said some stuff he's on aj's side he's clearly on aj's side now yeah he said no and,
1: and he actually made me kind of come around on my stance of like i was kind of more of like dude aj like just just give it up but but also like i i i, I guess i showed more remorse towards AJ after hearing Darren
0: yeah a player's perspective it. and somebody yes. who's in AJ Brown's corner right I, I did like I just want to add this towards the end of the interview when he said that rookie OTAs didn't mean shit right Traylon Burks getting gassed at rookie rookie minicamp who cares it's rookie yeah. minicamp I liked how he was kind of on Traylon Burks side because he knows that Traylon Burks there's a lot of pressure on that yes. man's shoulders
1: and any good Titans fans should know going forward like Guys, we have to take Traylon Burks, this whole Traylon Burks experience with a grain of salt at first. Like we, like we we have to pump our brakes. I know we're all looking for AJ's replacement and we don't even know if Traylon's going to be that or not. Let's not put unjust expectations on this the, this kid. Like he's, it may take him a while to get into form. It may take him a while to get great if he even ever is great. So let's not like, put any more pressure on the kid than it needs to be um, before we move on. And this is insanely random. And I should have mentioned this off the top of the podcast, but uh, with the show titles, um, I also, we also have a great one waiting in the, on deck from Tim, Ooh. the Titans fan at Tim, the Titans fan. Uh, we got a great one sitting on deck with him. I just wanted to shout out. If you submit one, I always want to shout you out and let you know, like, Hey, we got it. It's coming and don't worry. The listener submissions have been fire. You guys have they crushing. have been incredible. Like honestly, when Jack and I first like opened it up to listener submissions, like I, I knew we'd maybe get a couple, like one or two, maybe here and there. Um, I did not think we'd have one every single week since we started it. <laughs> and I did not think them to make them like they legitimately make they, I laugh out yeah. loud when I read them uh, each week. So keep the submissions coming. If you have an episode title, um, for each episode it's the people's podcast let the people pick the episode right this is a fan podcast hosted by just a couple of doofus fans within jack and i at uh Titan up pod if you've got an episode title name send it to us um but jack before we get to remember the titan uh we got a proposed rule change
0: yeah Ooh. there there are a few rule changes that were proposed and we should also take this with a grain of salt, considering the source, you know, um, it's it, the guy's about as old as the NFL and I, that's how pro football, <laughs> pro football talk opened the story. I'll read the first line of this because it's kind of funny. Hall of Fame, former Vikings coach Bud Grant is at 95, almost as old as the NFL itself. So if you guys remember former Oilers coach Bud Grant who coached in the CFL for a little while. He he's got, um, a few rule changes he'd like the NFL to consider. And I think a couple of them are interesting. Now, some of them, you know, at a 95 years old, look, he wants to change the world. It's a little too late for him, but, uh, you know, he's still got a couple ideas. And I think one especially uh, makes a lot of sense. So the kneel downs, right? The kneel downs to end the game. You've got the ball. The other team's out of timeouts. There's a minute, minute and a half left. You, you drop down on your knee three times. You call it a game. You, you shake hands. Well, Bud Grant wants the end of games to be a little more competitive. He wants to do away with the kneel downs and say that the clock would only continue to move if the team picked up positive yardage on the play.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So if there's a penalty, if the defense stops you, um, you know, if you fumble, the the clock is not moving. The clock is still
1: Jack, you and I in, in a previous episode have talked about how uh, the Titans proposed a rule that would benefit them right now, and I we loved it. This is one of those rules that would benefit the Titans right now because for as long as they have that, uh, that truck straight out of Mad Max sitting in their backfield in Derrick Henry. They're picking
0: up at least one.
1: Right, like you, you can get positive yards and keep that clock ticking. So I kind of low key love this, especially if they're playing a team where, you know, they're trying to drain out the clock. Yeah, and, and by the way, against against that defensive front forward that the Titans yes. have, like it, it, I and and two inside linebackers, David Long and um Cunningham. and Zach Cunningham, who are some of the best run stoppers in in the inside linebacker machines. Position. You're you're exactly yes. right. So like yeah. I would love this um I would love to see this rule implemented. It won't be, but I would but and, and it won't be for one major reason, Jack. And and I hate to be the guy that's like points out the plot holes in the movie right after you see the movie. You know? It's like, well, you know, like you, you oh, just I hate see the, that guy. I the latest mission guy. impossible. And you're like, well, technically, the science doesn't back the claim that, you know, if he was hanging from that uh, from that skyscraper, he technically would be sucked right into, you know, the the ventilation shaft. It's like, okay, shut up, nerd. (laughs) All right. Like, no, like, okay, but but I'm going to be that guy right now because the ventilation shaft. (laughs) But because it is. um, Jack, because the NFL is all about TV windows more so than even college football. The TV windows in the NFL are huge. Games start at noon and three 25 noon and three 25 every Sunday. There's a reason that the, they, the NFL has cut back on NFL overtimes. And that is mainly because of those TV windows. There's a reason they don't go into, they don't, they they haven't changed their overtime to college football overtime where both teams get a shot and they just keep playing until someone wins. There's a reason why there are still ties in the league, because if it goes past a certain time zone or time frame, they have to move on. They have to move on to the next game. And they're not going to let the late games bleed into Sunday yeah. night football. And they're not going to let the early games a, bleed into 325 games.
0: It's a tight schedule. And that's why they don't have, you know, unlimited time and overtime in the regular season, even though they're doing it in the playoffs where they're saying, Hey, look, we're going to change the overtime rules of the playoffs. Each team's going to get a shot to score. It's still in the regular season. It's the same as it's always been. Right. right. So, they're, so they're, they don't want these games to run that long.
1: And if they implement this rule, that would make the last two minutes of a game last hella longer. And yeah. But so it would I, be
0: great for the Titans. It really would. It would, it would be the Titans great. Titans could so, steal a
1: game or two with that rule. I hate to be the guy that kind of PPs, uh, on well, that. It's, uh, it's, you know, a senile old man talking about
0: why the NFL should change rules. I,
1: but look, I'm all for senile old men talking about why the NFL should change rules. Uh, with that said, let's uh, remember the Titans, unlike some senile men can probably do right now. Uh, let's... Uh, Jack, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
0: I'll go first because this this is a recent player. This is a guy who was on the team last year. I'm talking about an offensive lineman out of La Hala, California, who was drafted by the La Houston Hala? Texans. La Hala. Oh, God,
1: love you. No, it's okay. I'll give you a pass. It's La Jolla.
0: La Jolla, well, it's California. Spelled L-A-J-O-L-L-I-A. L-A-J-O-L-L. Yeah. It would sound what, like the double
1: L. What does the double L sound make in in Spanish?
0: It's a Y. I was a Spanish minor, by the way. La Jolla. La Jolla. Whatever. La Jolla. Like
1: Georgetown Hoyas.
0: This guy was from California and he was drafted. He was drafted in the sixth round of the 2013 draft by the Houston Texans. He spent a little bit, t- bit of time with the Texans before coming over to the Titans. And eventually, you know, he worked his way into the starting right tackle role last season. Yes, that's right. I'm talking about David Lee Questenberry Jr. Ooh, David Questenberry played the last two seasons with the Titans, started all 17 games at right tackle for the team. While not being exceptional, he was pretty solid for them on the outside over there. I thought, he, you know, not, not a huge – not not like – glaring mistakes every week that's that's how I'll, I'll i'll describe him as solid but um you know when he was drafted soon after his his draft uh he was diagnosed with uh, lymphoma he had felt fatigued and a persistent cough and and eventually the doctors said hey man you got hodgkin's lymphoma he he went on to obviously beat the disease which was incredible um then he, he moved on, he made his debut against the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2017 on Christmas, which was fitting. Um, but then in 2018, he was waived by the Texans and came over to the Titans on 9-11-2018. Who could forget 9-11-2018 when David Questenberry yeah. was signed to the Titans practice that's, squad?
1: That's why they say never forget.
0: That's why, because David Questenberry came over on 9-11-2018. Um, and he actually, he caught a, he caught a touchdown pass. Do you remember that week two? I do. Yeah, 2019 Mariota. Shout out Arthur pass.
1: Smith for always like drawing up just ridiculous trick plays. And Wait, that with, was
0: without that play, they would not have won that game. They won 19 to seven or excuse me. They lost 19 to 17. That was the game when the field caught on fire
1: without that play, they would have lost by more.
0: Wasn't that when the field caught on fire week two, 2019 home opener. Yeah. Cause I was there. It was a really hot day. Yeah. But anyways, he was released later in the 2020 season before being picked up again by the Titans in 2021. um, Competed and then eventually started, like I said, all 17 games at right tackle. He, like Roger Saffold, signed a a contract with the Buffalo Bills this offseason. So Questenberry and Saffold took all of the Titans offensive line secrets, which if he got them from Todd Downing, are not very good secrets and took them up to Buffalo. So Josh Allen... He'll get the benefit of Qberry and Saffold this year. But yeah, I, I thought David Questenberry would be good for this week's Remember the Titan. He's, oh, by the way, I got to mention his brothers. Like the Gronkowskis, the Questenberries are a big football family. Which Scott, is the last like name, like
1: you'd, you'd associate with like big tough football guys. Questenberry. Yeah. <laughs> sounds it sounds like a flavor of Pop-Tarts.
0: Yes, it does, it does sound like a Pop-Tart flavor. But uh, Paul Questenberry, his brother, Current tight end for the Texans. Scott Questenberry, he was drafted by the Chargers um, in 2018. I believe he's still around somewhere, um, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think he's with the Texans as well, like his brother. So a couple que- of Quessen- down in, te- in Houston.
1: If I'm not mistaken, Questenberry was the uh, flavor of the uh, of the wallpaper in Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. That sounds right. And the Questenberries taste like Questenberries. <laughs> No, they were schnozberries, but still, uh, just roll with it for the joke. Uh, my remember the Titan is none other than Cleavon
0: Williams, and you're like Ooh. Cleavon
1: Williams. What the? Uh, yeah, who the? That's
0: exactly. Is that? my, you're you're talking what my brain is thinking.
1: No, you know you guys don't know Cleavon Williams out of Gulfport, Mississippi. Went to Ooh. Stanford down the coast. Uh, he was uh, drafted in the 2002 draft in the second round by your Tennessee Titans. Oh, you know what? You probably don't recognize it because uh, he went by his nickname tank. That's right. Tank wow, Williams mm-hmm. is my, remember the Titan this week. And I think I've done it before, but it doesn't matter. Uh, we're, we're, we're repeating all these guys by now. Cause we've done them all. Uh, we've draft. he was drafted by the Titans 45th overall. Started every game as a rookie for the Titans in 2002. I started every game in 2003 as well and had 81 tackles, which was fourth on the Titans defense. That was the best in the NFL against the run. Um, He did have a knee injury in 2004, um, but returned in 2005 to start every single game and recorded a career high, 83 tackles. Then the next year went on to play the... For the Minnesota Vikings and ended his career with New England. Uh, but 283 career tackles, three and a half sacks, 15 pass deflections, and five interceptions. Tank Williams. I remember this dude getting drafted, and I was just like, man, you can never go wrong with a guy named Tank. And sure enough, I was right. Like the dude was legit. He was a great defensive player for the Titans on the all-name team. Yeah. Uh,
0: of all-time titans along up there with david Quesenberry. every defense needs a guy named tank on it by the way Ooh. the the early mid-2000s that was an era where if your last name was williams you guarantee you're you're guaranteed to have an awesome first name oh cadillac yeah. williams uh-huh you remember cadillac? Oh, williams. I remember cadillac ricky williams ricky's a fun name ricky uh roy huh? roy williams not as fun but <laughs> you get the point we've got yes. a couple examples
1: Right. Uh. The, yeah, we got at least two in there. And uh, now you're probably like wondering, like, oh, uh, no, no. But yeah, Jack, actually, yeah. To your point, I would go to war with a guy named Tank any day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if your name is Tank, machine gun, Humvee, yeah, I'm going to war with you. Easy. I don't battleship, even care what you do. Battleship I, Williams. I don't even need to see your height and weight. Which Tank Williams was built like a tank. Six, two, six two, and Yeah.
0: Musket maybe. Williams would be a good name.
1: In his jock, maybe. Uh, this dude was stacked. Um, all right. But, yeah, so Tank Williams, you're probably like, what is he doing now? What is a, What does a tank that goes out of commission end up doing? He's got to be a coach. Ooh, good guess, but no. Banker. No. A better guess, but no. <laughs> <laughs> he is currently a fantasy football analyst at Yahoo Sports. No way, that's awesome. And a real estate agent in the San Francisco area.
0: <laughs> if, you're, if you live so, in San Francisco and need a house, hit up Tank Williams.
1: If you if you're living in San Francisco and need a house, you're pretty much every San Francisco in because there's the homeless population. Yeah, they got a I'm sorry, that was a mean it. joke. That was an awful joke. But uh but uh tank williams probably making more money today as a real estate agent in san francisco than he ever did with the titans in the nfl he's probably like yeah he's he's like you know what i quit the nfl to get in a job more lucrative selling real estate in san francisco my gosh uh so shout out Tank williams my remember the titan all right jack let's get out of here we've been here way too long um get your submissions in Tweet them at Titan Up Pod to us. Follow us at Titan Up Pod on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Up Podcast. Follow Jack on Twitter, Jack A. Gentry. Well worth the follow. And um, follow me on Twitter
0: if you'd like, uh, at Austin Huff. Jack, you got anything for the road? Uh, no, I, I'm just happy that we finally see the Titans on the field, right? This is a turning point in the offseason. It's no more gloom and doom. It's positivity and Super Bowl chances, right? And whether, whether you feel good about those chances or not, doesn't matter. Titans are 0-0 just like all other all the other 31 teams in the NFL. So we get to see some guys uh, practice for the first time. Hopefully we get some guys healthy, Farley and Woods. But I'm excited just to see the guys back on the field.
1: Same here. This was our optimism sowed. All right. With all of that said, until next week, tighten, tighten up. to up.
0: Astrodome. They've gone from being spoilers to starting six 6-0 oh, Since they moved to Tennessee to call it home
2: They had a music city miracle to conquer Buffalo Then they came within a yard of winning in the Super Bowl They've had the same head coach leading all the way That's one of many reasons that I'm loving how they play they're the Tennessee Titans, they're the Tennessee Titans, they'll keep on fighting all the way. They're the Tennessee Titans, they're the Tennessee Titans,
0: Tennessee Titans all the way.